Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, welcome back to the podcast. Good to be here. We have uh, we are continuing our study of the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to that, we just wanted to briefly mention we have an upcoming event we wanted to invite the community to. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the Harvest of Community Dinner? All right. Good morning, Tim. And uh, just for the record, it's 2019. Yes. The autumn of 2019 or fall of 2019. And you we have wouldn't had, know it. We've had our second <laughs> accumulated, is that the right word? Uh, second measurable yeah. snowfall. The first one was in the month of September. September. And now it is October 9th, I think. 9th. And I don't know if it started on the 8th. I heard Spokane got enough snow that Spokane school districts were closed for snow. Oh. Now the reason closed. now that is wow. strange, but a couple of things factored into that, Tim. Tim was not expecting to talk about I, I was this. Not. Uh, and this is our weekly weather report from the, <laughs> yeah. our studio. Uh, one, there's no equipment's not ready. Sure. It's October eighth. Yeah. Yeah. People don't have plows on their trucks, nope. chemicals aren't loaded, piles of gravels aren't delivered, piles of gravels. Anyway. Piles of gravel. Uh, yeah. yeah. So they're not ready because yeah. this is way early for us. And then second, secondly, when it when it snows this time of year, which is usually rain, it can be heavy. So Spokane, parts of Spokane got a few inches last night. Did you know that? I didn't. And then other parts didn't get. Okay. So it was like a very... Spotty. Uh, yeah. We were driving home from Spokane in very cold rain. And I actually said to Tina last night, like, this gets a few degrees cooler this is a a lot of snow and apparently it was a lot of snow so it took down some tree branches because oh, they so stopped leaves on yeah them. yeah so the heavy snow where it would just stick to trees without leaves a month from now is sticking to trees that have not lost their leaves in fact a lot really of them are green heavy. still very and heavy so then takes then power then, lines yeah. so for example my dad is in a nursing home leaving today thank god uh and the nursing home lost power yeah well because of downed of down, tree yeah. branches that are uh, easily weighed down because they have leaves, heavy leaves, heavy snow. There you go. And so schools are without power. And if a couple of schools are without power, they basically usually shut down the whole district. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, so now that we've covered Spokane, Spokane snowfall. Yeah. Which is quite a ways from here, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> but we had school we on had the school, Palouse. Yeah, yeah we can, uh, there was a, at least one canceled activity today, but... Uh, we had school, and uh, we're going to have a harvest of community dinner in early November. Ah, with well, this is what we were supposed to be yes, talking Tim, about. Yes, I know. Yeah, with or without power. With we or will, without power, we will cook our food on a uh, on candles or open grill. <laughs> open grill. There we go. Or something. Yeah, we could do that. Um, but the first Sunday of November, which I believe is November third, and at five o'clock here at our facility, uh, we're going to be inviting the community to come and have a great dinner and honor the Palouse Food Pantry. And we're going to be able to present them with some donations that were given and just celebrate the good work they do. So that's yeah. uh, Sunday, November 3rd, 5 p.m. Cool. Um, all right. Well, we've got the rest of our time to talk about the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And we are in uh, Lord's Prayer series. Um we're working our way through. You you preached uh, 
a prequel. You went back in time, which I was kind of cool, back into Matthew 5 yes. in the Sermon on the Mount and talked about the the sixth antithesis, if I'm correct. Yes, yeah. Um, that was Basically preaching about yeah. praying for your enemies. Yeah. Um, and how that does is connected to the Lord's Prayer. and um, So thank you for doing that. I listened to the sermon. It was a good good sermon, good message. Um, we are on the line, give us this day our daily bread. And it's a big shift, isn't it, Tim, from the first half of the Lord's Prayer, which is, yeah, let's see, our Father, Father in heaven, hallowed be your, your name. name. Your yeah. kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The front half of the Lord's Prayer is all about God, your name, your kingdom, your, your will. will. Yeah. Uh, and may uh, may basically your kingdom and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then we shift to earth and we start talking about bread, bread our sins and, and uh, sins against others uh, and... And, or forgiveness, really. The focus yeah, is forgiveness. on forgiveness, not as much on the sins or debts or trespasses. We'll get into that conversation next, next week. week yeah. yeah, and then temptation, temptation and evil. Yeah. Very earthly stuff. There's there's no temptation or evil in heaven. Um, there's, no, um, there's no sin in heaven to forgive. And I don't know if there's bread in heaven. Uh, I, I would... Maybe. Yeah? I maybe something better than something bread? Something better than bread? I don't know. I don't know. You know so, that bread that uh, Andrea brings sometimes at the soup Oh, yeah, supper? the challah bread. Oh, my gosh. Challah spelled with a that's C-H. That's not, pretty much like... Not challah. That's like but, heaven on earth. I mean, that's well, there is, good. So there is some bread that's very <laughs> heavenly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. No, yeah. but I, I... What's your favorite loaf of bread you've ever had? Like, you're, you're, you know... And, of course, you have to say your wife's bread, your mom's bread. But besides... Your wife's bread or your mom's bread, you know. I don't know. I would probably go for that challah bread. I really you enjoy really that. You really like yeah. good love It's really bread. good, yeah. yeah. With butter? Sure, yeah. yeah. It's you... good on its own, too, and you can also use it for, it makes a really great French toast. Oh. Uh, which is kind of funny to use a challah bread in French. Anyway. Like a Hebrew French Hebrew toast? Hebrew French toast, yeah. Because it's a Hebrew it's type a, of bread, yeah. 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 Jewish bread. But I really like that bread. And then, where else did I? Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites. Okay. So. Uh, bread is a wonderful thing. Obviously, bread was a staple food of the the ancient world. Uh, yeah. Jesus broke bread with his followers. He fed he fed yeah. crowds with cra- yeah, bread. Broke the bread. Yeah. Fed the crowd. And- yeah. Uh, it wasn't the only thing they ate, of course, but they they had a simpler diet than we Americans have because we we are. Um, Blessed, spoiled, both. Yeah, we have uh, we, access to a lot of different foods now mm-hmm. because of modern transportation and storage yeah. capabilities, preservation techniques, all that stuff. Greenhouses. Greenhouses, all that. And they couldn't save food for a long time necessarily, and they didn't. They couldn't ship stuff over from other countries right. very easily. And now we get our, you know, when we want an avocado, we can get an avocado anytime because we can ship it in from Mexico or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, it is crazy. Avocado, anytime. Anytime. Pineapple. You want a pineapple? pineapple? Might be more expensive. Might be more expensive, times. but you can get it anytime. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't like that. And so they did have the simpler diet, and and bread was a really important part of it, something they would 
probably have every day. Right. And which is kind of funny to think about it that way because in our society today, it's almost there's uh, we try not to have too much bread or too much uh, of something and this would be something that was probably every day a part of their meals. And it, they would probably be thinking if we eat too much, we might run out sooner. We so we have out. to be careful yeah. about how much we give each person, how much, you know, the average um, Joe or Jane back in that day, yeah, they they wouldn't be worried about uh, dieting as much as we right. are in America. Right. They might be worried about um, portions and sustaining sustaining how much supply they had left. Um, you know, so, you know, it's interesting, too. I was thinking about different cultures have different staple foods. And, you know, I've only lived really in in uh, this culture, although I did live in Philadelphia for a while, which is almost a different culture. Some but different staple foods, yes, like yes, a Philly cheesesteak. Cheesesteak, yeah. Uh, I can go for that. But, that sounds uh, really good right now. You know, they say <laughs> some cultures are really wheat or grain based Um, some are more potato based tuber cultures some are there's a lot of rice based cultures and now in a world like we have today a globalized world we're becoming cultures that uh, aren't as dependent on one staple food Uh, and we we can have um, a different carbohydrate and a different uh, protein so you know some but there's some places where fish is their protein and well and kinda, rice is their you know their carbohydrate and that's what their their diet is even right. our, our friends in uganda um have a very different kind of right. uh, uh, staples in their diet and a lot of there's a lot of beans and like you were saying yeah uh, tubers i think things that are grown in the ground and and uh, yeah, and yeah. some corn cornmeal, you know. So inter- interesting stuff to talk about. But I, I, and maybe I'm getting off that track. But we are, we're, we're learning that Jesus guides us in this prayer, this tutorial on prayer. Um, and I like your emphasis that this is the the only tutorial that the disciples asked for was teach us how to pray, uh, and specifically in Luke. They yeah, in that, Luke. Right? Yeah. And and then he gives them this this. Uh, beautiful, deep, and yet concise outline of prayer that has very important ideas. You know, hallowing his name, praying for his kingdom, praying for his will, um, believing that that we can live on earth as it is in heaven, but but then praying for practical things like our, our daily provision. Um, and that Jesus is, in a very straightforward way, and we're going to get deep here, I think, too, but he's saying you can pray for your daily needs, your food. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts about that, Tim? Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's, I think we have to look at it at kind of at face value first uh, because I think that's an important part of uh, what Jesus is teaching us here is that he cares about us. He cares about what we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need to um, depend on him for that provision in our lives. Um, we had talked a little bit in our Bible studies yesterday about the, um, because we live in a culture of excess, um, that we're not, this is kind of an interesting phrase for us to pray for 
you know, give us this day our daily bread. And we don't really often think about depending on God for our food each day because right. we, we take care of that and we have an abundance of food and it's affordable for the most part. Um, you know, you can't live, ex- you can eat at a reasonable cost here in America um, if you if you plan well and choose your things, uh, your items wisely. But, but in other places, this would take a very, it would feel very different to pray this uh, when you really do need to depend on God. And maybe like we were saying before, and in, in, uh, in the time when Jesus gave this to the disciple, to the disciples and the people that he was teaching, uh, that depending on him for that next, you know, enough for today, enough for just enough for today or just enough for tomorrow would be an important lesson. And maybe we've lost that a little bit in our culture that we don't mm-hmm. really go to God with these simple little things, but he still cares about them. And we need to recognize that he is the person who, even though, even though we think it's all about us, that all good things are coming from him yeah. and yeah. and they're a gift from him. And and I love how the the Lord's Prayer kind of sequentially sets us up to get to this point where we kind of first recognize who God is as our father, as, as being holy, as, um, having authority. Um, and as we submit ourselves to his authority as his children, then it kind of gives us this opportunity to ask him for these things and to recognize that he is the provider for us, just like our parents, uh, provided for us as we were growing up. Yeah. I don't know if that answered your question. I felt like that kind of went all over. No, the place no, it's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, I like that idea of depending on Him, and mm-hmm. obviously that's within our our mission statement here that we're depending on Jesus to restore our imperfect lives. That we, we, we need to remember and believe and pray, um, in such a way that we are believing uh, again that that we are dependent on Him. We. We fool ourselves to believe uh, that we are independent. Yeah. That we we made the grain and the bread, and uh, that our blessings flow from not from above, but from our own selves. And the yeah. scriptures teach us very differently that every good thing we have flows from from him yeah right and god yeah. sends the rain and he got sends the sun and, yeah whether we're just or unjust, we're just or unjust. <laughs> you yeah. covered that and, last week and uh yeah it, it's because of his goodness mm-hmm. uh, that we have what we have so when we get to this i mean it, yeah it's talking about us but it's reminding us about him that yeah that we yeah. are dependent on him we aren't independent um that we should daily even if we have a storage of food, we should be daily remembering um, that God, this is, uh, this is from your processes. You know, I didn't invent photosynthesis. I don't know how to make a combine work. I could go on and on, like yep. all the reasons why. Even though I maybe paid a couple bucks for that loaf of bread, there's a lot of reasons that that's not, you know, my doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and even if you are the person that raised the grain and. Uh, process the grain and turned it into flour, and you cut down your own trees to to burn the wood in a in a in a oven that's fired by wood. Still, even if you did it all by your own hand, you 
you didn't invent trees, you didn't, you didn't make, make the, the earth, sun that yeah, gave the energy yeah. to the plant, that gave the photosynthesis, you didn't make the soil, yeah. you didn't make the nutrients in the soil, yeah. you didn't make the rainfall. You know, there's a lot of things we need just to have a simple loaf of bread, and we we easily we uh, forget that. For that. Yeah. And so when we're saying, God, we need you to give us what we need, our daily bread, we're admitting that there's a lot of a lot of substance to what is needed for us to simply have bread um, and that it's that it's given to us it's not earned it's it's a grace um, from our God uh, a lot of I mean such a simple statement and I think this is, illustrates the Lord's Prayer just so simple but um, so deep you know not this is not a lengthy sentence in the English or the Greek um, and yet it makes us think about um, quite a bit, right? makes us think about how much do I really need? Do yeah. I need to be praying? You know, Jesus doesn't instruct us, you know, pray for everything you ever wished or wanted. Yeah. He, he says, you know, focus on what you need what today. You need? And that's need not today? the only place he talks about this, right? Even in the Sermon on the Mount, he's do not, uh, later on in this chapter, do not be anxious about your life, right? What you will eat or what you drink right. or what your body and what you put, put on because it's not life more than food or the body more than clothing. And then he tells us, look at the birds of the air. And, yeah. you know, look how and, I take care of them. And I take care yeah. of things, you know. Take care of them. And that doesn't mean be stupid and, and don't plan and don't no. work, but just believe that God is really in charge and be about your work, uh, but don't get cocky and arrogant and don't get stupid and foolish either. And uh, Just trust that God is a good provider. And I and, like that yeah. uh, you bring up trust, which can be difficult for us as humans and that kind of reminded me of um, that story from Exodus uh, mm. back in the I think it's the 16th chapter and um, you, it is you know we have grumbling of course we have grumbling Israelites because that's kind of uh, that's the status quo they they've been led out of out of Egypt and they're out in the wilderness and they're hungry and and um, God tells Moses that he's going to give them meat in the night and bread in the morning and so he sends quail at night, and he sends uh, this bread, these flakes of bread in the morning, and and he says, "Collect what you need for today, yeah. and no more." And uh, there would be enough, and they did. The scripture says that they some collected more, some collected less, and whatever they collected, it was enough for everybody, and they had just what they needed. But some people didn't trust that God would provide enough the next day, and so they stored up extra. And then all that stuff rotted mm. um, because, I, you know, God was teaching them, trying to teach them, I think, an important lesson, which is that they can trust him uh, and they can depend on him to provide each and every day. And so I, I look at this um, prayer that he's given us and, and as in the Lord's Prayer and to give us this day our daily bread. And I think about that. Do I trust God to provide for today? And am I content with what he's given me for today? Or am I hoarding up and storing and, and you know, in my own uh, sinful human nature, withholding then to some of the goodness that I do have from others, uh, from sharing it with others, because I'm so worried about whether I will be provided for mm. in the next day. Um, yeah. And I don't think that's what God... I don't think and that's living what God in that way is a rotten way to live. It is I a mean, that way if, to live. We, if we're trying to control and hoard... Um, 
our resources rather than what our scriptures teach us of be, living with an open hand and being willing to share yeah. with those in need, uh, bless those who are less fortunate, which really isn't just a New Testament idea, right? That's right. Old Testament. Yeah. That when you harvest, you know, consider Leave the outsiders, the, yeah, yeah, the, the travelers, yeah. the immigrants, the the people on the fringes of society, uh, that we're not just to see our jobs or our paychecks as just all for us. That Christians see the income we have, the work we have, is we have it because God has blessed us. And I know we're tempted to think otherwise in our culture, but God has blessed us to have the jobs we have, the income we have. Yes, to take care of our family and our needs, but not just to selfishly hoard wealth. Right. We're we're supposed to live with an open hand and say, God, how do you want me to bless others, uh, serve others through our church ministry, serve others with charity, when I see others in need and I have the ability to help them? The Christian is supposed to help, right? Yeah. And, or find a way to, to combine with others to help, uh, you know, and God will provide. Um, so there, there's a lot here. I'm glad you brought up that that Exodus um, story. And, and if you uh, want to review it, Tim said the section about Exodus 16. Go and, go and check that, that out. Um, I think, you know, we only have a little bit of time left. Um, I think one thing I want to hit on is that this is a, a physical text, but there's also a deep spiritual meaning yeah. here too. Yeah. That I think there are very real problems in the world about uh, food scarcity and starvation in, in different countries and people who live on very little resources and have great needs. And, and we haven't figured out all things yet as human beings about how to get the the food where it's needed and how to develop economies so they can afford the the food for their own people. Um, we have real problems that we're working towards solving on big macro levels. But we also can solve and help some of those on a micro level, like what we're trying to do with our brothers and sisters in Uganda, supporting them and trying to help them help themselves. We can't change all of Uganda, but maybe we can help some of those families, some of those young people grow into adults who can take care of other people and take care of themselves. So there's a real physical issue, but also I want to say this is spiritual too, that we have our daily needs, and I think there's a lot of people in our culture that are walking around spiritually starving. Yeah. That they think they know what they need, they've got a lot of money in the bank account, they've got a nice car, they've got a big house or whatever, and yet they don't have their daily bread. Mm -hmm. They don't have what their mind needs, their soul needs. Uh, they are undernourished and that's just something maybe to end on and think about um am i fully nourishing myself and yeah. am i praying for us thing yeah. praying for our that's daily so bread for yeah. people in my family in my my work site in my neighborhood that they would truly have what what actually sustains their soul yeah we got to wrap That's it up. Great. Yeah, well, people can join us on Sunday at 9 or 11 here at Palouse Federated Church or one thirty at Bishop Place and kind of follow along with the sermon. That'd be great. But thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studio, wishing you a blessed day.